0: Bet you didn't believe I'd be this short, did you? (laughs) We have, uh, all of us, have had moments in our lives that define who we are, that define who we are. You've heard that from this podium now uh, many times this afternoon. I will share with you one moment that helped to define my character. And then draw one conclusion from that. I was 23 years old. I was a lieutenant in the United States Marine Corps. I was commanding a rifle company, and I was taking part in an operation in Vietnam. My company had been landed in a landing zone. Helicopters landed us in a landing zone. That landing zone was really nothing more than dried out rice patties about six football fields in length, three football fields in width. Down the right side of this little valley was a stream bed. We were surrounded by jungle-covered mountains, and we were about 2,000 meters south of the demilitarized zone that separated North Vietnam and South Vietnam. The helicopters landed us, they took off, and we were immediately taken under heavy small arms, automatic weapons, mortar and artillery fire. Fortunately, most of us were landed close to this dried-out stream bed, and we made it over into the cover and the concealment of that location. But one platoon of about 36 Marines found themselves unable to move through the fire, and they hit the deck. One squad, which is made up of 12 people, found themselves directly in the line of fire of a North Vietnamese Army 50 caliber machine gun. And with a matter of seconds, I had three Marines killed and at least four seriously wounded. And as I sat there as a young man and watched this taking place, I knew that that gun was gonna kill every man in the first squad shift to the second, kill every man there, and shift to the third. And I would lose 36 precious Marines in a matter of minutes. I am on the radio, and I'm talking to the first platoon commander who is located a little bit up that stream bed. And I'm telling him to move his platoon up the stream bed so that it can, he, they could get on the flank of this gun. I was going to ask them to assault across the flank so they wouldn't get hit. And I was on the radio and I was doing that and the artillery was coming down and people were yelling and screaming and all of a sudden my radio operator grabbed me by the shirt and he pointed out in the field and he said, look at Lance Corporal Grable. And I looked out there and there was this black Marine Lance Corporal from Crump, Tennessee. He was the acting squad leader of the squad that was pinned down. And he had jumped to his feet. He had taken his rifle, John Wayne style, and he'd stuck it into his hip, and he had run directly at this machine gun, firing as fast as he could. And after he'd gone about 20 yards, he immediately cut to his right, and started running to the right, again, firing his weapon. And a great thing happened. The machine gun picked up off of that squad and started tracking that black Lance Corporal. And his squad scurried up under cover of a rice paddy dike, And the other two squads of that platoon that was beleaguered also scurried up under the safety of that dike. But this Lance Corporal, he didn't look back. He didn't see that happening. And so he kept on fighting. And he was running back and forth, firing his weapon. And when he ran out of ammunition, he'd drop his one magazine and he'd reload and you could see the bullets getting closer and closer and he obviously did too because he jigged the other way and he slashing like a broken field runner until one moments bang picked up like a dish rag and thrown backwards obviously hit but in this time that he had done this the platoon had gotten to safety The other platoon had gotten up on the flank of the gun, and they were on the radio telling me they were ready to begin their assault. And I said, I'm going to shoot off a Roman candle, and when it goes up, you begin your assault. And sure enough, I did. I shot that Roman candle up, and these Marines started to assault. And then my radio operator grabbed me again, and this time he didn't say anything. He just pointed back out into the field. In this same black lance corporal, he'd gotten back up to his feet. This time, not like John Wayne, but like a marine, he put his rifle in his shoulder. He got good sight picture, good sight alignment, good trigger squeeze, and he walked down the line of fire of a fifty-caliber machine gun walked down the line of fire of a 50 caliber machine gun. About four minutes later, my command group got up to where this now silenced gun was. And as God is my witness, there were nine dead North Vietnamese soldiers around that gun. And laying over the barrel itself was this Lance Corporal. And as only Marines can do, they picked this kid up very gingerly off of that gun, and they laid him on the ground, and they opened up his flak jacket. And he had five entry holes in him, five entry holes in him. Six months later, I attend an award ceremony where they give this Lance Corporal's widow this nation's second highest military decoration, the Navy Cross. And in her hands is a little baby boy that she, that he had only seen in a Polaroid picture. Only seen him in a Polaroid picture. And you say, what's that got to do with us in this theater to you all? Think back. This was 1966. It's a black man. Couldn't even buy a hamburger in his own hometown from a McDonald's but he laid down his life for his fellow man. He didn't look back and say, are they white, are they black, are they red, are they yellow, are they old, are they young. He willingly laid down his life for his fellow man. He was selfless, selfless. You've heard a lot of traits today, and they're all important. You have two things that are important, your integrity, your integrity, and you're willing to be selfless. You hold your integrity and be selfless, and you will be successful. You will be successful. Thank you very much.